Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you just kooking it left and right? There's a million ways to kook it, so you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Say it with me. The more I know, the less I kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. Which, by the way, have you gone and checked out the new membership site? It is epic, if I do say so myself. This week on the show, Coach Evan and I talking about our favorite topic. Our favorite, literally. I think it's our favorite topic. Paddling technique. It's, uh, it's not as simple as just getting on the board and windmilling until you get what you want. You know, have you ever heard of that saying? You can do it the wrong way really hard or the right way really easily. I don't think that's a saying. I just made that up. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Paddling technique. It's everything. Oh my gosh. It's always at the top of our list. It's the, it's the basics of the surfing fundamentals. And uh, I'm surprised it took us this long to get into it. Right? I, uh, it's one of, you know, I, I remember kind of at times being a little self-conscious about how, like in the beginning, how much time I would spend addressing it with people and, and it would cause me to almost back off a little bit, you know? And then of course, quickly reminded when everyone's failing, you know, or not able to perform, unable to get outside or even just keep up in a mellow session is just like, oh my God, it's everything. Paddling technique is the whole foundation of the entire structure of surfing. It all comes back to it. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yeah, so the way we teach paddling technique is basically with three uh, criteria, three characteristics, three foundational elements of your technique. And when something's wrong, something's off, it comes back to one of these three things. And obviously you can, there's a, a numerous ways to do each one of them right and wrong. Well, not numerous ways to do it right, but numerous ways to do it wrong. And for me, the most important of the three, even though they're all important and they all work together to make your whole image of paddling technique proper, is your position on the board. Um, Positioning and finding that that little sweet spot, and every board has a different one, and and dialing into it can take quite a bit of time, and just finding that that ideal position, and knowing that it kind of you you shift and change based on what's what you're trying to do out there um, yeah that's a good point like little subtle differences huh really really minute you know pick the picking up of your head or putting your head down like all those little things they kind of they kind of come into like the weight disp- weight distribution between going a little bit more forward and a little bit further back um but really we're, we're talking about finding that spot on the board where you're really starting to feel that glide and that continue that continued momentum that is built with every single stroke 
Yes, yeah, so and overall you should think of your position on your board as directly relating to the trim of your board to like where the nose lies in relation to the surface of the water and obviously the extremes I don't even want to go into it it should be obvious that the nose shouldn't be pointing up in the air or buried underwater um, but what you're really looking for is generally just that skimming right over the surface of the water your nose just kind of barely maybe little wavelets just lapping over the nose but barely and creating a wake with your board and your paddling that starts from the nose of your board so that's always one way I kind of give people a little trick to to figure out if their trim is right if you notice that your wake is starting from around your shoulders and you're positioned too far back right but that trim you know achieving that sweet sweet spot trim is just so vital to whatever board you get on and you know what I think like there's a, a really important concept here is is like feeling that balance inside of you there's like a, a like an internal level in your core and your belly you should have eventually that whenever you get on any board the first thing you realize or, or notice is whether you're kind of too far forward or too far back and you know you should be really honing that sweet spot in right away as soon as you can but another like part of trim component to it is the sense that keeping in mind you're not always just paddling across the surface of the ocean the other time when paddling is obviously so important is when you're catching a wave and not just because you want to paddle well and catch the wave with speed but also because as the wave lifts you you want to start pointing down the slope of the wave you're not actually trying to keep your nose up when you go down the face of a wave you want to commit to the face of the wave and so this is like a dual reason for why perfect trim is so important so that, well, when the wave lifts you, you start going down the face instead of resisting that lift. Right, you kind of like teeter-totter and, and drop down the ledge instead of, and you see a lot of people teeter-totter the wrong way and, and pull back and fall out of the back of the wave. And when it, when it all works out right, it's almost like you know, on, on the shortboard, it's almost like dropping in on like a mini vert ramp. You mm. know, you're like up at the top and you you push down on your front foot. Like on a skateboard. Yep, and it and you drop down down the face. Yeah, and have you ever have you ever I know when I was a kid, the first time I dropped into a ramp on a skateboard I had like a little bit of nervousness about it so I didn't fully commit. And what ends up happening is you go backwards and you, you wheelie fall back. out. Yeah, yeah, you wheelie out and you don't and so you really have to learn how to head down nose down and commit to the face of the wave weight on your front foot and push down yeah push down the front and it all starts from your paddling position where you are on your board so if you're trying to do this very typical beginner mistake of moving back on your board when you're catching a wave to keep your nose up you're basically doing it wrong yeah you need to be in that sweet spot of the board so you do start basically heading towards a nosedive and it's other techniques you know other fundamentals that keep you from nosediving but it's not your position on your board it's it, you shouldn't be avoiding a nosedive by either being too far back or sliding yourself back how often do we see that yeah. where someone starts catching a wave in good position but then as they're getting into the wave and committing to the face they quickly grab their rails and slip the board under them forward right. so that they weight their board back and keep the nose up 
but then you're dropping in straight down the face with your nose way up in the air and already the waves probably taking off down the line without you without you being you know in the pocket and setting your rail right you're like bogging out you're like stalling out on the drop where you need to be you know usually that's what what you're describing is again taking off straight off to the straight into the beach when you really need to be angled down the line taking off at a diagonal so that big board can fit in the wave face right and 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 a dynamic angle like a changing angle as that wave is lifting you you're increasing your angle to fit the board it's a radius to fit into the wave and that's how you avoid the nosedive not by moving back on your board because you want as much speed as possible from your takeoff you want to commit to the face of the wave as much as possible and like I said earlier, basically be on your way to a nosedive, but just as you're turning into the wave is what keeps you from it, drawing out that radius. Right, pull, you know, like pull, like a plane pulling out of a stall, you know, right. like, or, 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 a, dive. or a dive, yeah, going straight down and then, and like using the, the speed and the, the G-forces to like propel you down the line. Right. And, uh, and so one thing I, I've noticed too is that in bad position, say, okay, we've been talking position relative forward and back, assuming that you're center line on your board, but of course you can also be out of position left and right. And I see this a lot because you can be only just subtly out of position left or right and sort of be able to get by and still make it happen. But what happens, the result is that now when you're stroking, you're using a little bit of your stroke to also balance you. Right. Like you're pushing off the water. Like have you ever been in a kayak where you start tipping over so you like use your paddle to quick little yeah. slaps almost. Right, yeah, and you're like, uh, uh, uh or or even on a, a stand-up paddleboard you see people do that. Well that happens to people while they're paddling and, and surfing too and laying in the wrong spot. And so you're just taking away from your forward drive when you're forcing yourself to have to balance by also not just drive forward but push down and against the water at the same time so yeah definitely you know be mindful of that little compensation stroke you have to incorporate to, to keep yourself balanced on your board and rather than ignore that problem and just keep paddling with a weird stroke fix your position and then your stroke will become more of a driving force forward rather than forward and keeping you on your board. All right, I had that that brought something up when you were talking about finding that balance, you know, left even left to right on the board. I think a lot of our students almost, you know, they're trying to find like a landmark on their board, like they're using their stringer to try to level and straighten themselves up or 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 like their logo to figure out like where they need to be on the board but it's not it's that's not the trick you know it's got to be again like that internal bubble and that yeah that intimate knowledge or that it's just it's a feeling yeah. it's a feeling that you achieve when you find the right spot on the board and and that's just something that you have to play with with each board you know like like you were talking about using that little trick of how far your your nose is out of the water Basically, on most boards, I'm trying to get away with figuring out how far forward on the board that right. I can be. Right. If I'm trying to be the most efficient through the water, you, your, your board's almost angled down again. Like, the mm -hmm. nose is almost angled down, and the back and the end of the board is almost kicked up just a tiny bit 
like raked forward like a car that has bigger tires in the back than the front. Yeah, that's a really good point you make because people love to use a visual on the board, like a logo or something, but that, first of all, you can always see that logo where it needs to be, even if you're in a different spot. Right. You know, like you look down, you're like, oh, it's under me, but it could be under you and you're looking a little forward or under you and you're looking a little back. So mm -hmm. it's really hard to, to, to give yourself that you know, perspective just by looking down at some logo or mark you make in your wax. If you need a visual, use the nose of your board because what that shows you is unchanging and it's not depending on perspective. You're right. either trimming your board correctly with the nose close to the water or not. Right. But you can be in the wrong spot and feel like you're looking at your logo the way you were when you were in the right spot. So try to cultivate that sense and that feeling internally as, as like a level that's inside of you and if you need a visual, use your, your nose. Uh, but more so, it's the feeling. You know, when we get on new boards, it's not about anything other than the feel of the board under us, the balance of how our, our head and, and feet feel relative to each other and the pressure of our core into the board and the trim and the glide that we feel and, and how the board takes off into a wave. You know, you can really feel it in those situations most, most of all. Right, and we've served plenty of different boards and learned how to find that sweet spot. So that's that's a good exercise, you know, to to try a different board and and really this this reminds me of like the importance of of what we're trying to put together and we're developing right now, which is the training course in still water. And I think that's when I really, when we were doing the surfing fundamentals videos, I really could tell the difference in still water of the tiniest adjustment forward or rear or left to right mm. and it just you know when we started talking about this it dawned on me like yeah if you guys are serious about figuring this out and really becoming the best paddler you can be go do it in like flat water where you're not having to deal with waves and white water and currents and all this other stuff like even in a pool you'll you'll find some really like intricate insight to to paddling and and how minute the adjustments are when when you're really dialing it in yeah that's right it's it, it, it just eliminates variables that really distract you in the ocean like most of all what I think of is waves and and crowd and other surfers and those two things really steal your focus you know from something that's so vital your paddling technique the most important of all um, yeah good one so that was our first criteria is your position all that is just talking about position but now you have the manner in which you lay on your board which we call your form you know your posture while laying on the board and to me I think one of the hardest parts of learning how to paddle properly and, and having the stamina to do it is not actually the stroking. Because when you're in a good position and you have good form, that's kind of, it's not that hard. Like, you don't have to paddle hard and fast. Right. Especially, you know, surfing's more of like a long-term game. You, you really don't use like big bursts of energy except for select few times. Right. So you can have a nice, gentle gait to your stroke. So I always believed and noticed that Holding good form was actually the harder part of paddling technique, especially when you're not used to it. Yeah. Because you need to keep your chest and your head up and your, your feet together and lifted. So essentially, your core is what's in contact with the board. 
and not your chest and definitely not your chin. And maybe if your knees are touching the board, they're only lightly touching right? and, and your feet should be elevated and together. So all these things really put a lot of work into your core, into your abdomen. And that to me is what's hard to hold. That's where yeah. people like falter. Absolutely, it's it's tough to do that for for a solid two hour session. You know, yeah. like it's very easy to catch yourself slipping, and that's that's what you guys should be trying to do. That's that's the goal is to hold good form throughout your entire session, and let that be a little reminder. As soon as your head starts dropping and your chest starts touching the board, like boom, that's your reminder. Snap back to good form, and know that that training yourself this way is going to pay off in the long run yeah that it that's the thing and that's where a coach really comes in hand that's where i feel our job is huge i mean we're, we're talking about it, all of these things to our our students and and all the other fundamentals as well but one of the things i'm consistently with good and and, and new and old students is form reminding them to come back to form and and just constantly whipping you back into shape because the more you force yourself to do it, the easier it becomes. And just at some point, it's gonna become just the way you lay on a board. Right. And that's the ultimate goal, is, like, is that you just lay on a board with that kind of posture, with your core engaged and locked into the board. Right, and, and just like you're saying, locked into the board. When your head and chest is, is up off the board and your legs are up off the board and the only thing that's left on there is your core, it's, it's engaged and it's like, it's gripping on to that section of the board. Mm -hmm. Like we do that where you try to wiggle back and forth, but your core stuck on there. So you can't really like, it just holds you into that good position. Right. Whereas if there's like a gap between you and the board at any time, then you're able to like slip and slide around and fall out of that. Right. And that's how you, that's when you catch those people who are paddling out and one little wave comes under them not even a broken wave, just a little reform on the inside, mm -hmm. and they're tipping over off to the side, you know, like, or using that weird stroke to keep themselves on the board. It's, you should be hanging onto your board with your core, like that's your suction cup, like an octopus, like leg or, you know, just right. suctioning to the board. That's what it feels like. When, and when and that's how it. you control your board too, like this is how you're redirecting. This is why paddling technique is so important is because it's connected to your other fundamentals without good paddling technique you're not going to be able to prone turn and curve your way out to a wave or out of the way of somebody else if you're not locked into your board and grabbing it as you alternate your strokes and change how you paddle to to redirect yourself you're just going to basically paddle yourself off the board right so control and and grip and stuckness to the board comes through good form and that reminds me just one quick little thing that we heard forget which podcast it is um, but one of one of the coaches he's an Australian guy and he he used the term proud paddling and it kind of it definitely stuck with me and mm. I know it stuck with you and it was it's just it's a good reminder when when you're like feeling really strong and and have really good form it's almost looks like you're like a show pony or something you're like you're like snap to and your head is up and high and you know your legs aren't dragging through the water and you just like look kind of proud yeah and not in a bad way no no uh, yeah in a good way i did i loved when you told me that i i didn't hear that episode but i remember you telling me about it proud paddling and now i use it all the time yeah 
you know, and, and kind of a double meaning, like proud, like be proud of your paddling. Don't slump over, don't hunch your shoulders down, don't look down, you know, but when your head is up and your chest is up and your nose is up and you look proud and you feel proud, you know, and it, it's a great way to describe what good paddlers are like. Right, it, it transfers right into your, your actual paddling, you know, when, when you're really trying to hold that good form and and you'll notice so many of the best surfers out there if you pay attention to their paddling technique it's usually that's the that's what's a cut above from the rest of everybody else they're like effortlessly just cruising around the lineup and i've seen a lot of a lot of very like lean and and small women surfers be so efficient and like I knew I knew that their paddling game was on point they were making it look so easy mm-hmm. and obviously the positioning was was critical too but their tech their paddling technique is on point because they're making it look so easy right they're surfing a big board and they're catching any little tiny wave they want and just doing laps around people yeah it's I've, not about strength right it's, it's not technique. about strength that, that i think we did that in the surfing misconceptions episode that surfing is not about strength it's about technique right and and the strength you need is built as you go and practice surfing but m- what's not automatic is your technique so you need to with deliberation pay attention to these criteria these characteristics of good paddling because when you cultivate that then you become exponentially stronger without getting bigger muscles or, or you know, strengthening in the, the traditional sense of the word. Right. Um, Something we have on our list is, is feet and knees. And I think that's one of the main things that we see everywhere all around the world is people who are struggling to paddle oftentimes have their feet and knees apart and like down in the water and almost like it seems like they're trying to use their feet and legs to balance them. They definitely are. But it's it's hurting them. Yeah. Obviously, you know, they're getting that side to side, side to side. You can see their board rocking back and forth. And you're, the goal is to keep that board super flat and still and, and limit that rocking back and forth and keep that board straight and flat on the water. Yeah, if you're, if you're using your legs to try and balance yourself, you, you, that's a red flag that should come up in your mind right away. It's, I'm not in good position. I need to fix my position because when you're not in good position, you're off balance and you do other things to try and balance yourself, like take those weird stabilizing strokes or use your legs and like dip them in the water or whatever to, to catch yourself. Those are all signs. Fix your position. It's, it comes back to something even more basic. Right. That goddamn dog. I know. Look at how big it is. What a big dummy. He's just barking at every go- everybody that walks by. Control your animal, Jesus. <laughs> a little shock collar. Oh man, I'd love to give that guy a little shocker. <laughs> give him a little zip, zip zap. Okay. Yeah, so that, that was a really critical one. You know, the feet and the knees and, and stop dragging your feet in the water and and stop rocking back and forth and you know just the knees you know we we talk about that sometimes like it's it's not always critical that they're like absolutely touching but that's kind of what you should be going for at least striving yeah Yeah. because it's all about again just 
getting centered on the board. So everything that you can do to consolidate your weight and everything down the center line of the board, the, be the better off you're going to be. Yeah, just the more efficient you'll be. And I think feet and knees and all that kind of falls into the out of sight, out of mind thing. You know, it's, I think it's easier to be mindful of your chest and head. You know, your, you, your vision is directly affected. Your, your, you can feel it more so, I think. It's easy to kind of forget about your legs back there and <laughs> just have them dragging behind you right. or separated. And yeah, but it's just part of the technique that's, that's really faltering and, and hurting you and not keeping you center on the board. And, and I, I think a lot of times the reason people do that is because they're just not positioned properly with their core. Right. And so you need to fix that position with your core first and then bring your feet center or together. And if you can't bring them together, you keep tipping over, you're not in the right position. Fix your position again. Keep putting your hand down and lifting your core and re-sticking it down until you figure out where that sweet spot is so that you can get everything together and in line with your center. Right, if it doesn't it doesn't feel right, then it probably isn't and you need to try to adjust again. Yeah. And again and again and don't again. Don't ignore don't ignore little problems. It's it's not just like a position that you find and it's just you're set on it for your whole session. Like you have to do press ups and you have to do turtles and you have to do duck dives and every time you do one of those things you have to reset yourself on the on the board so there's all these these resets that you have to do and you got to get good at them and quick and usually it's a it should be a really minute adjustment that you need to make not a big you know pulling yourself way up towards yeah, the not nose. inchworming up the board or something right you know? right you kind of have to play this game like a chess game like thinking a step ahead as you're coming around from your turtle or laying back down from your press up already thinking about where is the sweet spot of your board so you're aiming on the way towards it right. and not just getting on top of the board and then figuring out where your spot is but kind of going towards where you already know it is and and those are the ways that you see the efficiencies of good surfers that they return to the good spot of their board with hardly an adjustment and just the those little intricacies i can tell the difference like when i'm paddling hard and i'm trying to like make my way out and get in position for a set and it's like this is the moment that i need to have the best paddling technique sometimes i'll feel myself getting a little sloppy like like a, a leg or a foot start to wave or like I'll, I'll notice that I have like a little gap in between my knees and I'll be like, okay, this is the time that I need to have the best technique and I'll tighten that up a little bit more and I'll feel the board just sit on the water mm. a little bit cleaner and, and stop doing the tiniest little back and forth side to side stuff and I just feel myself speed up a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. And if it feels good, it's, it's gonna be encouraging to you. Like mentality we always talk about is so important. So feeling good about your paddling and feeling good about how you're moving is so important. It's just gonna build a little piece of that confidence as you're getting into position for the wave. It's definitely something for me. Like when I'm getting tired and I'm paddling and I have, I'm starting to get sloppy form or something, if I don't fix it, it carries over into catching the wave. Right. You know, as far as being like, oh man, this is all not going good. I'm you're already not feeling good about it. Yeah. And just that will shake everything and, and it can be the make or break of that wave. And you, you know in surfing that when your opportunity comes, you need to seize it. There's no second tries or do-overs all the time. Right. <laughs> Sometimes that's the wave of the day or you're the one in position finally after being respectful and giving all the locals their waves. When your wave comes, you need to to perform you need to do it well and show people you deserve waves too you're not going to let them go to waste and blow them 
and that usually comes in, in you know the paddling aspect so many so many people falter right then and there um but yeah let's let's move on i think we really Stroke. nailed form for stroking sure. your your stroke is just vital and uh it's the third aspect of your paddling technique between position and form which really go hand in hand you need to pair those two together to really get locked into your board and be on good trim but right before you even start to paddle right before you even start to paddle before you even start your stroke but finally if you got those two things down and, and now you need to you know start driving forward basically take the engine which is your your form and and put it towards the reciprocating driving forward the wheels of the car and I always actually really like that analogy especially for the people who understand the car if you didn't know any better you'd look at a car and think the wheels make it go forward right you know you'd see the wheels turning and say oh the wheels that's why the car goes forward but no what makes the car go forward is the engine right that's the drive that's the power and it's just transferred through the transmission and through the axles to the wheels right. and I always say that your form is your engine and your stroke is your wheels which of course are also important but Keeping that in mind really makes you realize that your stroke is not where your power or effort should be. The effort is in your form and your stroke just needs to be greased up and lubed and spinning nicely. And, and not feverishly or crazily, but in a low splash, high elbow so that you're entering the water like in a vertical sort of manner and getting like all the maximum forward drive from each stroke without actually putting the effort in your shoulders, but more so your entire body because of the connection from your core. Like your core transfers the energy through the engine, uh, through the transmission and the axis, axles, just like in a car. Yep, and then the, the traction, it reminds me of like traction. When you're mm. doing it right, it's like, it's like you know the tire gripping to the road nicely and not spinning. Right, You know, right. If it's spinning, that's you blowing out. Like spinning out, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a good continuation on the analogy. Right, and just and just like when you're doing it right, that's what it feels like. Like you have full traction, no slip, and each and every stroke is giving you forward momentum. Yeah, maximum efficiency. And yeah, and so the ways to make sure that you have full traction, that your tires are fully on the ground and not spinning out under you is you know, the vertical, the high elbow thing, because that's your angle of attack on the water ultimately. If you, your elbows are higher, then your hand is going more vertical into the water as you take the beginning of your stroke, making that first part of your stroke backwards rather than downwards, right. you know, and propelling yourself forwards. Um, and then again, like you said, not blowing out the back, like spinning your wheels under you, not like, like throwing water and rooster tailing out the back, that's wasted energy. You gotta finish that stroke underneath the water and keep that water under under the water to, for it to propel you forward. Yeah, yeah. If it's blowing out the back, then that's energy wasted up into the air instead of down into the water or, or even underneath you. I think that was something that, I forget who told me that. I think it was like Auntie Trace went to like the Paskowitz surf camp way back in the day. And that was one of their little tips to to paddling to most the most efficient paddling is not paddling to the sides of your rails but almost reaching underneath your board so that water that you're pushing back is like going underneath your board almost like a little jet stream right mm -hmm. directly underneath your board yeah and keeping you 
when you want to go straight, then you're paddling directly underneath your board. If you need to do like a prone turn, like we teach, you know, one hand's kind of swooping underneath the board and the other hand's pushing, you know, outside of the rails. So it's, you got to take all that into consideration with your stroke. Where are your hands actually going in the water? Yeah. Are they I've... going underneath you or are they going way out to the side? Like we talked about that fast, shallow, paddle that most that a lot of people get in a habit of doing especially when they like need it the most they start freaking out and yeah. they start doing they start paddling even worse it's like a it's it's spinning your wheels again yeah you know the fast shallow stroke almost like they don't actually want to catch the wave it looks like yeah you know it's almost like ah if i don't touch the water enough i won't get this wave you know but your strokes have to be digging like if you're trying to dig a hole in the sand you don't use your fingertips to do it. You get your whole side of your hand and your forearm and even your bicep in there to try and scoop out maximum sand per stroke. And while it's definitely faster to just like, like a dog kind of scratch at the surface with just your paws, you're gonna move more earth, you're gonna move more water when you use your entire arm and, and use all the surface area you can put in the water right. to draw yourself forward. And like you said, keeping the water under the board. I, I fully remember uh, uh, Kelly Slater saying that somewhere. Okay. He, he, I, and it might have been advice he got from Matt Keckley, Florida guy. But um, regardless, I definitely remember hearing Kelly Slater talk about paddling under your surfboard. Yeah. And I remember going into the water and doing that and being like, oh, that's different, you know, like not being used to it. Right. But kind of cultivating that comfort of doing that. and. It's just the little things that make a difference, you know? It's, it's like the racers, uh, like a car racer, they're trying to take off every little nut and bolt they don't need just to be a little lighter, just to be a smidge faster because all, so many things come down to the tenth of a second, you know? Right, and it's it's right. the same in paddling. Every little thing you can do to improve yourself within these three criteria is huge. It all equates to a big difference. And, and that's when you see some people just hardly looking like they're trying but moving faster than everybody else versus the slug who just can't get it down and they're working the hardest and moving the slowest. Yeah, and so just like cleaning everything up, kind of like if you were swimming, you know, or, or if, you, if you are a swimmer, it's all about just maximum efficiency and being really smooth in the water and limiting that splashing that's going on. So just like, you know, making sure that the, ent the entering of your hand is smooth and then finishing your stroke and then slipping your hand out of the water and recoiling quickly I think that's one of the main things it's like it's our pace and it's our consistency that we have in our paddling to where one hand is is pulling and, and driving forward and the other arm is already recoiling and by the time you're finishing that stroke the other hand is already in the water right. and starting to move you forward so it's just this consistent forward drive and propulsion it's it's the pace of the paddling as well and the recoil of the stroke that's so important to to nail and to get into that nice rhythm mm. that nice rhythm it doesn't have to be fast right yeah it doesn't mean it's fast it just is continuous right. i like how you said that you know it, it's as one stroke is finishing before it's completely out of the water the other our hand is already touching the water and beginning the next stroke so it's a constant like circular wheel turning and and you know that's it, it doesn't have to be fast that doesn't mean fast and feverish it just means figure out that gate figure out that pace where 
the one hand is starting when the other one is just finishing it rather than having a delay in between. And building, building on each stroke, you know, you should be feeling that momentum gained and sustained through your, through your paddling. That's what you should be going for, that feeling of consistent glide and it's it's not it's not easy to find but if you really tune into it it, it can be found and it's it it's a necessity yeah it just it's just gonna take a little bit of attention or a lot of it <laughs> so uh, but I'll tell you what folks the best surfers are the best paddlers it's just it goes hand in hand you know it's your engine it's your, it's how you move around the lineup it's how you get in position it's how you catch waves it's how you get out the back it's everything so if you're not paying attention to your paddling technique and caring about it every single session, every, every session for the rest of your life, never stopping thinking about it, you're cooking it. You need to get this down, on point, lock it in, and just always be trying to get better at it no matter how good you think you are. Right, keep your eye out on, on those good surfers in the lineup that are making it look easy and see if you can pick something out of what they're doing at a fundamental level, which is probably paddling, positioning, and form, um, and, and learn something and get better. That's right. Right on, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that. I love paddling technique. Woo! Yeah.